Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. are back bitches (laughs) i know that the last couple of episodes i don't want to say fucking boring because we're awesome but we haven't really had a lot to talk about because there's literally no beverly hills on right now and there's no vanderpump rules we've been easing into it and prepping you guys because we are holding nothing back and just brace yourselves oh my god you guys every thursday we're releasing an episode right after tuesday night with the episode and it's gonna fucking be killer we are literally going to share our unsolicited opinions that nobody literally ever asked for ever like no one no one literally no one us five hour episode about vanderpump rules so watch out yes like i i cannot watch an episode of vanderpump rules and not have like a million and one things to say guys the amount of times i paused it and wrote down notes like i was literally writing a thesis paper for my phd which i don't have but like if i did like basically compares to that the one thing i'm really annoyed about is the fact that we didn't see james okay kennedy. let's just start there because yes. where the fuck is james kennedy I, I feel like he's gonna come in like probably not then like episode two but he'll be there episode three i want to see like 30 minutes of solid james content to make up for this and i also want to know what bravo producer i can contact to send my formal complaint wait did i tell you i dm to bravo producer? yes wait what is that about <laughs> Maya's trying so hard, you guys. Like, it's so admirable, but it's also slightly Okay, wait. I also want to say, like, I don't want to be on Vanderpump Rules. Like, (laughs) obviously I do, but, like, I've gotten to the point where I'm such a creep stalker that I could never be accepted. Like, imagine you in the room when they're all fighting and they're all drinking. No, no, I could never. So, like, yes, I want to be on reality TV. Do I want it to be Vanderpump Rules? No. Listen, your show hasn't come yet. Like, your time hasn't come. Yeah, but it will come. It'll come. So, basically, I just DM'd this Bravo producer and I was like, Hey, like I'm a 22 year old girl. Your glasses broken? Yes. Oh, <laughs> guys, my like only has. I don't even know how to explain it. Like only one side of the like. It's fine. I'm getting it fixed on there. Friday. Okay. Anyway, carry on. But basically, I just like DM this Bravo producer that Stassi and Jax had like posted about, and I was like, "Hi, I'm 22 and I live in Los Angeles, and I love to start drama and talk shit about people. <laughs> so I would be perfect for your show." And he never read my DM. Shut up. But one day he will, and, like, he'll call me. One day he will. They'll be developing a show. They'll be going through all the fangirls, all the dramatic bitches in the valley. And lo and behold, my my fucking Solomon will be on every list. Okay? Just you wait. Just you wait. Okay, so James was nowhere to be found, MIA, but... Raquel was there and thank God for Raquel being Miss Sonoma because she, her pageant training prepared her to work at Sir was probably the most iconic line I've heard in a long time. She's so cute. She's adorable. Like she's like smacking her lipstick, like literally. And Lisa's like, this bitch has been begging me for so long to work at Sir. Like she finally has her dream job. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people are really going to make fun of Raquel this season just because like she's such a sweetheart, but her voice is a little bit like. She sounds like she doesn't know what she's talking about. And it's sad because one of my really good friends, Danielle, shout out to Danielle, was actually college roommates with Raquel. Stop. Yeah. And she said, like, Raquel is the sweetest person, like, so smart, so bright. But, like, the show sometimes makes her look like an idiot, which we've seen so many times. But it's like, Raquel, girl, I feel you. I know the truth. Like, this is not who she is. But then again, like, you must be, like, you know, 
she knows that she doesn't have to be a waitress, but she's on fucking Vanderpump Rules, and yeah. her boss is Lisa Vanderpump, so who's the real winner here? Whatever. Emily, let's just jump right into it and go scene by scene. Let's fucking do it. So, basically... The opening scene, it's at Tom Tom. We see the new people. We see Dana. We see Brett. Okay, I like Dana. And Wait, no, not Brett. It's Max. It's Brett, Max, and Dana. No, Brett is at Sir. No, Brett's at Sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Max and Dana. And the other girl, um, I'm forgetting her she's name. She's irrelevant right now. She's relevant right now, but I think she's going to be a bigger person yeah. soon. I don't even know who the fuck she is. I don't know her name, but I've seen her in Jackson Britney's pictures. Um, okay, but Dana and Max. That was a little messy. I think... So I think what we're going to see, like, with the drama is it's going to be Dana versus Sheena for Max's attention. Yes. I've We've heard from a few reliable sources that there's going to be, like, a love triangle sitch play out. Like, you could tell, like, Dana, like, doesn't like Sheena already. You know? Like, she was just so annoyed with her at Katie's house warming party, which we'll get to eventually. But it was just, like, a hot fucking mess. And honestly, I don't think Max is cute. And Max owns his fuckboyness. Like, ugh. like second he starts fighting with Danny, he's like, oh, my God, I already can't do this. Like, he just, yeah. like, and he's bragging about the fact that he, like, hooks up with everybody. Everyone's like, oh, he has a different girl every week. Like, they're really trying to, like, establish him as this fuckboy. So it's like, do we really even want to go for Max here? Like, what's the appeal? I think that he's, like, I think he's good looking. I don't. Really? I think Brett is hot. Oh, I think Max hotter than Brett. What? I mean, I'd be D for either of them. Call me. But like, (laughs) if it doesn't work out, like DMs are open. Slide on through. But I do think Max is more attractive. No, there's no fucking way Max is more attractive than Brett. Like, I just... Okay, Max is cute. But I think Sheena is just... Max is more boyish, I think, maybe? Yes. Yeah. But Sheena's just like such a beautiful person. I just want the absolute... She's better than both of them. Like, come on. These are fucking waiters. I think we're... No offense. I think we're a waiter. I I feel like we will eventually like Max. I just feel like at this point right now, he he had a bad first impression with us. You know, he's like, he made Sheena fucking cry episode one. Okay, but like he's hot, so he did earn a few points back for that. Okay, whatever. And then the opening scene at Tom Tom. Okay, Dana, you don't like Dana though? I don't know. Okay. She has to grow on me a little bit. Okay. Um, I also do want to get into her discussion with Peter because I just have so many thoughts, but we'll get get there there. later. Oh my God. Um, Okay. Let's talk about Brett and Sheena. A little bit of history there. We, Sheena was giving him the, the like lay of the land and like, it's obvious there's some form of sexual chemistry or tension because she's immediately talking about her divorce and it's like, hmm. I don't know. I just, I kind of like figured they hooked up before he said something. Yeah. So then after he said that they hooked up and then he totally put her on blasting, she was a bad kisser. Okay. Yeah. That was like, Sheena's going to come for, for him you. hard. Hide your kids, hide your <laughs> wife. Like she's not going to hold back. But the sad thing is, is they were talking about it in the show. Like, I don't know if anyone else caught this. Like, yeah, we've heard this a bunch of times that Sheena's a bad kisser. Like, why would the Bravo producers put that in there? That is so mean. But then Robbie Hayes, listen, are they paying Robbie Hayes to, like, go out and do press saying that he and Sheena casually make out for fun because she's, like, a great kisser? Like, he literally, there's been so many quotes of Robbie purposely, deliberately calling Sheena a good kisser. Like, I have so, yes. I'm going to pull them up because I literally want to know who is Venmoing Robbie to say this shit. Like, I'm literally I can't imagine Sheena being a bad kisser. Sheena's fucking hot and she's nice and it's, like... She's pretty and I don't get it. I think that Brett wanted airtime because he's new. So he had to find something rude to say about our girl. Listen, Brett. Listen. Listen. The way to get airtime and be popular on the show is not to go uh, smack talking Sheena's smacking skills. Let's just get that out there. 
I feel like the first two scenes, though, like, at Tom Tom and Sir, like, they were pretty boring. They were not strong. I was, like, really concerned, and I didn't love it, and I felt like it lasted a little too long. It was too contrived. So I'm glad they got over that. But then after the Tom Tom and Sir scene, it got so much fucking better when we go into Jack's and Brittany's new house and he starts talking about the Tom Sandoval drama. So from here, this is where the episode started getting juicy and good and what we've been waiting for. Yes. So basically, Emily, jump in if I'm wrong. Also, I do want to mention, because I wrote this down, um, Sheena did mention that she bought an Apple Watch for Max and he never texted her on it. I do not think you can send texts from an Apple Watch. Mine yes, you has can. One I'm literally sending a text Wait, right the now. Wait, how small is the thing? I mean, it's really tiny, but you can do it. Okay, fine. But like, if somebody didn't text me from an Apple Watch, I wouldn't be pissed. Anyway, carry on, please. <laughs> okay, so before we started seeing all the Jackson Tom Sandoval drama, we saw Stassi talking to Lisa Vanderpump at the beautiful Tom Tom. About her drama with Kristen, Emily. Are we team Kristen or team fucking Katie and Stassi? We're always team Kristen, but like I have a lot of questions. And also, um, I want everybody to please DM us if you think Lisa read Stassi's book because the answer is capital no. There's like, no way. I guarantee. She's like, best basic bitch Bible, basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lisa has no fucking... Like, literally some producer whisper in Lisa's ear, like, Lisa, Stassi wrote a book. Like, just compliment her on it. She's yeah. Like, I can't believe she read a book. Like, li- listen, but five minutes for this episode shot, Lisa had no fucking idea no that idea. Stassi wrote a book. Like, no clue. Anyway. But she's still a supportive ass bitch. And, and that's I, what we're here for. I love how, like, Bo is talking about Stassi. Like, is she, like, she makes everything fun? No. That's, like, what he said. He's, like, terrified of her. I'm, like, Goals. Stassi, too. Like, I'm a fucking terrorist to my boyfriend. <laughs> I, like, I don't mean to be, but, like, I'm just, like, an emotional <laughs> terrorist. <laughs> an emotional terrorist. But would you, like, want to taxidermy your body and have people take selfies with it? No. Right. So, like, there's a line. And yeah. Stassi just crosses it. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, let's move on. No, bitch. You haven't told me about your Kristen, if you're team Kristen or not. Oh, okay. Well, I always have a soft spot for Kristen. I don't have that. Kristen. I feel like... And I think Katie's a bitch. Katie is the worst. I feel like we shouldn't be saying this almost because we are, like, a pump rules fan. No, but, like, we're giving it dirty. But, like, I'm... I, I, like, I would never invite Katie to be on the show. No. And, like, even her fucking husband is terrified of her. He's like, is that my wife? wife? Runs away in a nightgown? Like, I feel you, bro. Like, honestly. I was watching it with Amit last night, and Amit is my boyfriend, and he was, like, in shock at Katie's... He was like, oh, my God. Like, is her husband scared of her? Like... Um, Yes. yes, anyone would be scared of Katie. Yes. The guys literally, Tom and Tom, literally like wearing nightgowns and onesies, grab the charcuterie board, grab the wine, have their priorities and get the fuck out of that house before the drama exploded. I feel like obviously we have like, we haven't seen anything yet and more things are going to unfold. But if the basis of their problem is, if the base of their problem is like, you're still sleeping with Carter and he's still living here, but you're telling us you guys are broken up and that's why they're mad at Kristen. Kristen needs to find better friends. Oh, 100%. I mean, like, you can, if your friends aren't giving you what you need, there's no right answer in a rule book for, like, this is how to be a good friend. Like, everybody's idea of what they want from a friend is different. And if Kristen's not getting it, sayonara, motherfucker. Like, like obviously, it's frustrating to have a girlfriend that, like, doesn't take your advice or understand red flags. Like, 
I have a couple of them. I'm sure you have a couple of mm-hmm. them, but I still like, I'm going to support them regardless of their decision. And unless their boyfriend is like beating the shit out of them, totally. I'm going to, have have to support, support their decision. And another thing is like, I personally, one of my pet peeves in friendships and I've ended friendships because of this is when you give somebody like way more than you get. Like a, f- a good friendship can't be like 70, 30. Like it no. needs to be balanced. And Kristen is probably feeling like she doesn't have balanced friendships right now. I feel like Stassi, I really, I love Stassi. I'm not a fan of Katie, but like right now I'm not happy with my girl Stassi. Cause it's like Stassi has had so many horrible, God awful relationships. And now that she's in a great relationship, she just thinks she's better than everyone and can give like all this advice. And Katie, her freaking husband has cheated on her. More than I can count on my Katie's right hand. Katie's in no position to tell anybody anything about anything. And Kristen has stuck by her and defended her and supported her. Do you not remember uh, their bachelor and bachelorette party? Yeah, of course. All the drama that Kristen went through for fucking Katie and Schwartz. So honestly, they just have to shut. And Katie has the nerve to insert herself in an argument she wasn't even in and start telling Kristen how bad of a friend she is and how she's like annoying and crying on her balcony. And it's like... If that's what Kristen needed to do, then that's what she needed to fucking do. Like, get out of the house, Katie. So I guess then, now that we're talking about this, we can just jump right into Katie's housewarming party. And I love how, like, Rachel O'Brien is, like, in the background of every scene, (laughs) just, like, being like, why am I friends with these people again? staring (laughs) at them. I mean, the housewarming party looked fun. In the beginning, Katie was... Like, it seemed like she was having, like, a really good time. They were enjoying themselves. And I love how Schwartz is, like, telling her he can't be best man all by myself. <laughs> Literally, the point of being, like, best man is for there to be one best man. And Schwartz is, like, terrified of their responsibility. <laughs> like, love that for him. I just... So, basically, the housewarming party. We see everyone in the beginning. They're getting along. Sheena did get into that little crying fest with Max. But shortly after... I love how she's surprised at being called boy crazy. Like, when they called her boy crazy, her eyes lit up. It's like, honey. Yeah. Honey. Like, how are you How are you confused? And he's like, it's not a bad term. That was funny. And basically, it just all went downhill from after Lala started talking to Carter. And Carter was telling Lala some things that she obviously hadn't heard from Kristen. And... I... Okay, do you support Lala talking to Carter and putting him in his place. I think it's for a reality show. I think that like, okay, I didn't love that she inserted herself, but everything she said, like Carter needed to hear. And I love how she went on about like, I give killer BJs. I do different things to like make up for my time. Like Carter does jack shit. Nothing. And nothing. He's a waste of space. Comes through with a (laughs) cactus. Like Kristen, like is, I mean, also like that's why I hated when like Katie was saying that like it's different than like like her and you know she was saying that Kristen and Carter are just in a fight he's literally moving out like this is like a big deal for Kristen and she had like zero support so I can understand how like Lala is trying to be there for her like I wouldn't have flipped out of Lala the way Kristen did but I also wouldn't be thrilled about it but like I could understand where she's coming from and I think also like Lala and Kristen and I mean Lala Katie and Stassi were giving Kristen shit for continuing to have sex with Carter Breakups are messy and they're hard, and we've all lingered way too long. I remember when Jax cheated on Britney. Britney had sex with him right after, and there's no judgment here at all. That's not my point. My point is no one cared when Britney did it and that she was still sleeping with Jax and willing to take him back. 
but like Christian, you can't ever judge someone else's relationship if you, you're not in you it. Just can't. you just can't like who why is it your business that Kristen is still having sex with Carter who cares that she's coming to you and telling you that like their relationship isn't working and that she's grieving to you she needs to cope in other ways and I think they're just showing us how horrible and shitty of friends they are you know who Kristen's real friends are Brittany who's still best friends with her trying so hard to eat the situation while Ariana's just standing there with like her <laughs> cheetah print scrunchie being like what the flying fuck is happening and even Ariana is still such a great friend totally to Kristen, totally you know? it's really just Katie and Stassi who are like mean girling her and I think Lala is now on their boat too maybe because like she bitched out Lala and that was the last straw for Lala probably so yeah, let's fucking talk about that fight. When Lala started calling Kristen, she's like, I'm not gonna let this sugar mama talk to me. I know. And she put her, she's like, don't say that about my name or something with her wagging her finger in her face. Like putting her finger in her face saying, I'm not that gonna was let- messy. When Lala goes, I'm not gonna let this sugar mama talk to me. I'm thinking to myself, girl, you had a sugar daddy for three, four years before you became rich and successful. You're literally engaged to one also. Well, now that they're engaged, it's her money it's too. Listen, I I have seen Lala at so many, because I work in Hollywood, events. She was at this bitch was at the Golden Globes. This bitch was at the Palm Springs Film Festival, walking the fucking carpet, and taking a selfie with Brad Pitt. I'm like, like literally, like who's the real winner? Even Lisa Vanderpump is like, this bitch is not going to fly into my restaurant from her private jet yeah. to seat a table. I like love- Lala's thriving. She looks yes. incredible. Her skin is beautiful. She has a fucking fiance. She lives in a mansion. She's going to the Golden Globes. Like Lala doesn't need Kristen. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I fucking love Lala. I think she's like a badass bitch. I just think the way that she treated and talked to Kristen last night or last night. This is what happened last, last night. night. It was just fucked up. Like, it was just, like, not... You did not... It was unprecedented, and I think Kristen was in a really vulnerable place, too. So it just was not a cute situation. And hands down, the worst was when Katie... Did that not make you fucking cringe? When Katie, like, put her hands together and was like... What did you say to her? She was like, grow the fuck up or something. She, like, screamed something in her ear. Katie was bitching her out for complaining about having, like, not feeling supported. And it's like... Poor Kristen is probably just like on an emotional roller coaster, like so drained. And like she does not need fucking Katie in her ear. Like even Schwartz knew that. Schwartz is like, I'm, I'm out of here, bitches. Does like, Katie not read like Twitter or does she not go on social? Literally, people hate her. I would not want to be, if I was breaking up with my long term boyfriend. And, like, emotionally feeling wrecked, I would not go running to Katie's arms. Like, she is not a warm, lovey person. Like I just feel like if if everyone is telling you that you're treating someone horribly and that you're literally everyone's least favorite cast member, why do you continue to act the way that you do? I also don't feel like Stassi is, like, the most incredible friend. Like, Stassi's very self-absorbed. She's not, but we, but Stassi but we know is Stassi. This. Yeah, we know and, and But Stassi has a lot of other amazing qualities that I love about her. Like, Katie just overall sucks. Overall sucks. Stassi's that friend, like, even she said this. Like, you can secretly judge people and get lunch with her. Like, she's there. But, like... For girl talk, neither of these girls are like Kristen's no. gonna not miss out on anything substantial by reducing the time she spends with them. But I do hope that they mend their friendships because well, Saucy said that like they were on their way to do that. Yes, and Saucy said that she would love for Kristen to be at her wedding, which makes me really really happy. Um, her wedding is this summer in Italy, and I think it would be literally like not to be dramatic, but like fucking tragic if. Her best friend of 10 plus years did was not at her wedding. Do you think that there is a slight chance Kristen could be in the wedding? 
No, I don't think she's gonna really? be a bridesmaid. No, no, like you don't think at last minute, like that's something they could throw in there. I mean, Jax for Dave Tom Tom Schwartz, like not Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval immediately after one conversation, Sandoval was back in the like. Well, we don't know that yet. That's just from the first episode. That's true. But like, I don't know. I feel like Kristen and Saucy are Kristen and Saucy. Like, she has to be in her fucking wedding. Come on. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I hope so, but who knows? Who knows? It's a hard situation. I often have a hard time falling asleep at night or staying asleep. I frequently wake up feeling stiff in the morning or I'm always waking up hot and sweaty at night. But I just got a purple mattress and this thing is incredible. It's so comfortable. It stays nice and cool at night. It's different than anything I felt before, and I always wake up feeling fresh and recharged. I've been getting the best sleep I have ever had. Guys, if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you have to try Purple Mattress. The Purple Mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses one-of-a-kind Purple Grid. It was nothing like the memory film we were used to using before, and the Purple Grid feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time, so it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. And the good parts about Purple Mattress is it's a 100-night risk-free trial, so if you're not fully satisfied, you can return it and get a full refund. It's also backed by a 10-year warranty and free shipping and returns when you order through purple.com. You're going to love Purple. And right now, our listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they've, they're offering site-wide. Just text BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to 84888. That's BELIEVE to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Okay, let's talk about Jax and Sandoval's drama a little bit more in depth. So basically, if you guys missed it, long story short, we have a lot more to see and learn between them, but this was just what happened from episode one. Jax had a pre-bachelor party, which... Is such a Jax thing to do. Yeah, I was just about to say, Jax is the only person that's capable of having a pre-bachelor party. He's so... Literally, him and Brittany are the most extra people. But I love them so much. I mean, of course. And so, Tom couldn't make it because he had to go fly out to see his family. And it was a last-minute thing. So, Jax literally wanted to demote him from best man. But not only that, at Katie's housewarming party, when they're talking in the jacuzzi... We hear that they're having other problems, like Jax is, you know, throwing like comments about Tom Sandoval's house not being big enough, and Jax is just explaining that it's because they eventually want to have kids. And can I say something? Do you get the vibe that like Jax is throwing it in Tom's face a lot that like Tom isn't gonna have kids? Yes. Because he kept saying we need a bigger school district. Brittany wants two or three kids running around. Blah 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 blah. Like we're a family. Like. It's no secret that that's something Tom has basically had to give up. Like, I don't know. Like, I think he's very conflicted about that. And I feel like Jax was just adding fuel to the fire by, like, making the conversation and just kind of shooting digs at him about needing more space for kids. Yes and no. You know, like, I don't know because, in like, on one hand, it is true. Jax and Brittany do really want kids and they, like, want to start a family. Um, but on the other hand, like, Jax does kind of 
kind of an asshole personality like sometimes so we really just never know but you know we're gonna see the drama like continue with them i know that that's not all like they got in a big explosive fight a week before the wedding and Jax literally unfollowed him and ariana on instagram so that is just the beginning of and everything it seems like they're still fighting given we'll go into that oh like, god let's just literally live. let's just jump into that let's jump into it because even yeah it was just not a cute situation so basically after the pump rules um you know premiere we went right into watch what happens live and it was andy cohen with Brittany and Jax. they were throwing a lot of sly comments you know how like when you watch watch what happens live andy has a lot of games like this person or this person like would you want to be with this person or this person they talked like it seemed like Ariana and Tom were just chosen for the worst things. Like, I can't even give examples because I don't remember. But, like, they... Jax made a really stupid comment. And Brittany tried, like, covering it up. You know, sweet Brittany. Basically, didn't Jax say something like... You know Brittany, like, wants to ream him. And on national TV, she's like, honey. Yeah. Like... <laughs> She's really like, you're going to get your ass handed to you tonight. What did Jax even say again? He made a sly comment. I don't know. These, I listened to it a million times, and I couldn't tell what he whispered under his breath. But he basically like implied that like Ariana doesn't want kids because she's a lesbian. But then like Ariana responded and was like, it's called bisexual. I like men. I like women. And then Logan, who works at TomCom, got involved and said, like, it's just disgusting to say that, like, just because of someone's sexuality, they don't want kids. So, like, basically, Jax implied that, like, Brittany... Or not Brittany. Jax implied that Ariana is a lesbian. Which is not true because she has talked about on the show that she is bisexual. We right. learned this when her and Lala had hooked up in the back of Tom Sandoval's brand right. new car. And she said, like, yes, I am bisexual. I don't like to talk about my sexuality. It's my business. And I... I, I am a fucking Jax girl. Like, everyone knows I love Jax. I always support him. But I think it was a little bit in poor taste, especially given the fact that Andy Cohen is a gay man. And Andy looked mortified. Shocked. Like, yeah. Jax does not... You, you don't go saying shit like that, like, on a Bravo show. Are you fucking kidding? And especially to someone that is of the LGBTQ community. Like, Hosting you on their talk yes, show. It was just in poor taste, but I love Jax. So, you know... It'll blow over, but it definitely didn't add a good I mean it was bad given that we know he's feuding actually he has said that he has no problem with Ariana it's mostly just Tom but maybe that can change like that's what he said like a few months ago but like now I don't think Ariana likes Jax period I don't think she likes him yeah I don't I don't disagree with that but like I don't know again like they filmed this so long ago we don't know where their friendships are at we don't Mm -hmm. know how watching the tv show and watching it's edited how it's edited can like affect how they all view things too so it's just messy all I can say is I'm already so fucking excited for the reunion. Oh, the my reunion God. is the best part of the entire the show. Part. Let's be real; they the just all part. yell and scream the at each other, part. and it's what I live for. Honestly, Bo must be like, how, how terrified do you think he is on a scale of like one to ten? He's probably terrified, but he's probably also elated that he's on a fucking. He was like a reality show. Agent, yeah, like he was booker. just like some normal dude. Like, and now he's like at Tom Tom, and Lisa's like, "Get up, honey!" Like, yeah, his yeah. life. Totally flipped 180. 180s. 180s. But. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Before I forget. Yes. I cannot end this episode or go on to something else without discussing Dana comparing Peter to a pirate. 
Oh my God, can we please talk about that? Oh my God. And I also wanted to like be like, should we call Peter? Like, should we think? We will definitely get Peter on here at some point yes, to rehash that because he is convinced. Who do you believe? That they made out or he just stood there while she peed? They I mean, made they, out. They made out. Peter's not a liar. We know him very well. We've drank. We've had wine with Peter. Yes. He's been in my house. We've <laughs> talked politics. Peter is not a liar. I, okay, I don't think they had sex. Oh no. They just probably casually made out for I think a few they minutes. Kissed. I don't know why she's trying to deny it. She's kind of a kiss ass. Like, I liked her less and less as the episode went on. Like, she was shaking Katie's hand and hugging her. And you can tell Katie's like, who the fuck is this poser? Yeah. I feel like Dana is just, like... Trying too hard? Uh, yes and no. It's probably really... Embar- like, not embarrassing. It's probably really hard coming into this group of friends. And, like, I don't know how I would act either, you know? So I feel like she's just, like, a little bit overwhelmed with everything. But she's also not her. scared to call it. Like, she sees it. Like, when Max asked her out at the end of the episode, she's like, yeah, but you and she know. Okay, but that's because she wants airtime. I would do the same thing. <laughs> I would probably act... My thing's like a reality star. Yes, I do. I would probably act so much more ballistic than any of these girls because I would want the Bravo producers in my face. In my <laughs> face. Because you know what it means? It means the crazier you are, the more airtime, which means the more, more Instagram fun boxes you sell. Exactly. That's how many more Instagram followers you have. And that means you have more sponsorships. And that means you can quit your nine to five and you could just sell fucking tea. And ask and answer questions about your skincare routine. Yes. Yes. That is the life I strive for. Let's take a quick break and we can go into Housewives of Beverly Hills. Love it. For everybody out there in the dating world, it can get pretty frustrating trying to communicate online with someone that you're interested in. How many millions of screenshots have you texted? How can you tell if he's a serial killer or just being weird? For that, there's this new app out there called Charmed. It actually helps people communicate better. Charmed puts your friends inside your conversations on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge so they can give you advice and call out people's red flags before it's too late. You know what, ladies? You gotta try this. You just gotta get on Charmed immediately. It'll make your dating life so much easier. The guys at Charmed are professionals who have come up with a way for you to share all your dating app conversations with your friends, and that's how you're gonna get quality dates. And if you're not single, it's even better. You don't have to be single or on a dating app to use Charmed. Download Charmed, get your single friend to download Charmed, and help them get the dates they deserve. Not a fuckboy like Chad. Hurry up and visit charm.app to get charm now. Your friends will thank you. Guys, we would not be us if we didn't talk about the crazy ass drama on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And here's my hot take on it. We know it's like publicly out there, like on magazines and tabloids and whatever, that like they've been trying to start some shit with Denise. Never did I ever <laughs> expect it to go to where it has. I literally, when I read a headline on People today, I thought they like, took out the word Aaron or like Denise's husband by accident. No. Here, the current tea, there are rumors flying around that Denise has denied, but Brandy hasn't, that Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville hooked up. Excuse me, what? I support it. I mean, hell yeah, I support it. But like Denise's rep literally goes, it is not true. Like that's the only statement she released. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be weird if it was true. I feel like maybe they were drunk at a party and like kissed and then Brandy just needed some content for her pod and like made it into this whole thing about them like making out. We need to get Brandy on this fucking show. I know. She declined. She declined. <laughs> her her rep literally wrote back to us and was like, sorry, Brandy doesn't do podcasts. Listen. If you're listening, it is not too late to go swarm Brandy's feed and tell her to come on. And tell her to come on Housewives and Vanderpump. Break her silence about Denise Richards. Are they in love? 
Do they have a love trial together? I have a lot of questions and I need them answered. And poor fucking Denise. Like, I was just about to say that. I mean, like, come on. Leave her alone. First, they like got Lisa Vanderpump to be like, I'm better than all you bitches. I have my own show and I'm going to have another show. And now Denise is the one in the crossfire. And like, tell them what you saw Maya on Twitter. So the bullies of Real Houses of Beverly Hills, <laughs> since they don't have Lisa Vanderpump to bully anymore, they came after Denise the sweetest fucking one. Well, listen, they probably went through the list. Who can we bully? Kyle and Lee Serena? No, the oldest ones now. Yeah. Teddy, she's pregnant. She's off limits. Sutton and Garcelle, need them around for a few more months. Oh, Denise is pretty I new I love still. the way that you think. I mean, Denise was an easy target here because she's like a bad bitch. And like Lisa and her of history, it could make sense. And they came for this girl hard. So basically, this Real Housewives of whatever, just like all the Real Housewives in, like, in general... I followed their Twitter account and they tweeted, so Denise did not show up to the finale and apparently will not show up to the reunion due to an apparent cast gang up. So they're literally ganging up on her to the point where she's not showing up to reunions, to finales. I heard from a source she didn't want to go to Rome with them. She did, but she didn't want to because of some drama that I'm sure we'll hear about later. But it's just been a messy season from Denise, for Denise. I know. And it's really, really sad, but... I mean, we don't know what's going on. I imagine it has something to do with Lisa Rinna because of the way she was bullying her a couple weeks ago on social media. Lisa Rinna is the... I feel feel like she's the Stassi of Real Housewives. Like, she scares me. Like, impressive. Love that bitch to death. But, like, also high-key terrified. I love Lisa Rinna, but part of me just feels like she's a psychopath. 100%. And I love that. Like, I oh, I, lo- I mean, like, it's incredible. Bow down to our leader. But what is that? Is that a lemon? Is that a melon? What the? I literally have no idea. Mine has, like, an, like a, a lemon the size of a head. Just, my like, parents just buy, like, the weirdest fucking fruit and just, like, let I it. I literally don't know what that is. I just don't we'll know what that is. We'll investigate. All right. Anyway, um, back to that. Yeah, I bet Lisa Vanderpump is, like, shaking in her boots. So happy she ditched those bitches. So happy she ditched those bitches. Do we think Denise will reach out to Lisa and be like, what the fuck do I do? I think they're still friends. Like, I think they're still in speaking terms. Camille Grammer is probably like, dodge a fucking bullet there, too. Like, oh, God. Because she was always the easiest target. And now, like, Denise is, like, thought she was probably safe, thought she was going to thrive. Like, thank God Teddy got a baby in her belly or else she would have been destroyed, too. Oh, yes. Well, guys... This has been fun. It's been real. I think we covered everything. And like, comment, subscribe. Write us in for president and the elections. Like, you can just pencil our names in. Like, we really just want to be all over your radar as we get back into Bravo season, the best season of the year. And just wait till Real Houses of Beverly Hills is running at the same time as Vanderpump Rules. Guys, and the fact that The Bachelor is on now, too. Like, I just feel like my social life has hit an all-time low. And Siesta Key is back. That, that, right. that reality show is kind of irrelevant, but, like, I still watch it. No, it's, like, there's no such thing as an irrelevant reality show. Unless it's Flory Bama Shore. Anyone that watches that is I literally... I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's a fucking crackhead show. Just... <laughs> like, if you watch Flory Bama Shore... Please walk yourself out the door. <laughs> gently off a cliff. Period. Period. Okay. Well, bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.